something weird that i do edgar i don't know if this is weird let me ask you do you have like the greatest hits of like your best pisses that you've ever taken 100 percent. you do 100 percent. like i do too like i like sometimes i'll take a piss and it'd be so i was like oh that's on volume one that's top uh, 10 right there that's top 10 that's right a top 10 p right i there. have a hall of fame i have a hall of fame with the pisses that i've taken oh shit yes uh like what's the requirement for a hall of fame piss so i do something very weird with my piss that a lot oh, of I know exes have called me out <laughs> yeah i've talked to you about this it's when I start peeing, impossible. when I start peeing, I flush the toilet to see if I can beat. <laughs> if I can beat Nigga, the flush, you have never beat it. I yes, don't I care. have. No, yes, you have, have not. Yes, then you I got have. the slowest flushing toilet, or you just had to drip <laughs> like two times. Like the toilet flushes it, in like I've three seconds. It. I've beat it, bro. Now, will my is my prostate all fucked up? Probably. Bro, Probably. what type of dick do you have? Do you have a dick where you can just open your pee hole and just dump the water out one, into the toilet? <laughs> one, uh, it's longer, so it gets there faster. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and then, too, I've definitely done it. And I know I've done it because I remember one time I did it at a very fast flash flushing toilet and my balls hurt for a long time afterwards because i was pushing that shit hard <laughs> don't get it i don't understand i don't understand i don't think if anna is on birth control i think you could tell her to get off of it because whatever you've done to your ball sack has ruined your chance of having children probably <laughs> like yeah. if you can pee fast enough to beat a flushing toilet your sperm is fucked up <laughs> something's wrong I, down there bro something's wrong down there for sure right, i don't want to investigate all right well yo i i haven't i guess i need to yo shit well i guess ain't nothing of mine in the hall of fame yet i'm gonna try that i'm gonna try that try uh, tonight yeah um like, matt what's the most, just go what's what's the most problematic thing you've ever done and how quick did you do it what <laughs> It, well, oh, uh, he didn't hear the question. What's the most problematic thing you've ever done, and how quick did you do it? I mean, yeah. there's no way that I have a satisfying answer to this question. Uh, I, it, but that's not absolving me of potential problematic past behaviors or like things that I've done, uh, mm. you know, fairly publicly that are that are considered problematic. Um, Listen, like Edgar, like shared something that he's done in the past. Like he's peed fast enough for a flushing toilet and that's in his hall of fame. Yeah. I've, I've had things that I've put on volume one and two. And I think that is very telling that you won't share. It's uh, okay. But what you're asking me is not the same. <laughs> it feels like the same. I don't know what the, the same difference is. Yeah. It feels the same. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> I can't even think I guess of like a when good you look pee. at us, you see someone different. What do you mean? Mm. I don't mm. know. You you investigate what that means. Mm. I see Looking my to yourself. I guess I yeah. What I uh, what I see is my friends, and but what I the information I see receive back wouldn't necessarily be what I think I'm seeing. That's true, Matt. I'm not your friend. I don't know when your birthday is. That's not true. That's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can get yours. I don't know if I can get Jakeesis, but I think I can get Edgar's. I can't get Jakeesis. I can't get yours. I don't know. I know. I Here's the thing is when birthday parties happen, I'm like, oh, this also happened around then. That's how I remember Jakeesis' yeah. birthday. I'm like, oh, this kind of happened around then and this kind of happened around then. You know what I use? I use Herald Knight. I go, was I on a new team or an old team sure. when this person's birthday happened. But I'm trying to think because I don't think I don't think uh, Jaquisa's had his birthday in quarantine. And don't answer that, Jaquisa. I don't think you have yet. But though. it is coming. But it's but coming it is up. Coming. But I know and I that think Edgar it's coming very soon. I mm. I know that Edgar has had his birthday in quarantine, and I think it was May fifteenth. No, nope. it was May May twentieth. May twentieth. Ah, that but close, right? Now, Jaquisa, was I right that your birthday is coming up very soon? Um, two months. Damn. That's good. Then that, I thought that's this nigga's birthday was at the end of July. No, not that quick. 
Not that quick. It's up, it's at the end of September. Okay. So like what? So September then I 30th? was on a new Herald team when this nigga had his birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. We talking September thirtieth or uh, in the twenty ninth? Twenty ninth. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. So my Matt, birthday isn't your birthday is in October. No. Shit. When is your birthday, Matt? My birthday is December second. Oh, you're 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 two months off of both of ours. Like that's just your barometer. Whatever. Whatever you think the birthday is, just add two months to it. Uh, <laughs> this is going to get really bad because then I'm going to be like, this is his birthday in September. And <laughs> now you'll remember birthday, it. Birthday in November. <laughs> Gave him a can of cranberry sauce for his birthday. Yes. Well, don't give it to you. I'll piss that shit out too quick. I also have a good sense of knowing when I've forgotten someone's birthday. Like, I messaged the RK Currency thread. And someone didn't respond, and then my brain went, it was that nigga's birthday, and no one said happy birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I can Damn. feel that. Mm-hmm. Our guest is someone I've looked up to for a while. Incredibly talented writer, performer, comedian, like a stand-up comedian. They're going to talk to us about some fun, dope shit. We're going to talk about animation. Also, at the end of the pod, Matt is going to reveal to us a problematic thing that he's done in the past quickly. Yeah, but we haven't before forgotten. that, Brandon Cal Goodman. Yo, all right. So here's here's something that I would love to like. Let's jump. Let's jump into uh, this crazy conversation as a as a black VO worker. Yeah, um, isn't it wild that it took until 2020 for so many white actors and actresses to finally say maybe i shouldn't voice black <laughs> characters <laughs> like, it is so wild i don't know if i can say this or not uh and i kind of don't give a fuck if i can but yeah. like i got the notice for the list of all the simpsons recasts oh. for all of their black characters Whoa. and it was insane i was like god all these motherfuckers was white Wait, <laughs> like, but do they have a lot of black characters in that show? I know everyone's yellow, and then they're everyone. They, oh, they, they have, they Carl, have a right? handful. They have four. They have four. four that are considered like they are Simpsons characters, right? It's Carl the Doctor. His name is Carl, right? It Carl was, the Doctor, Lou, yeah. Lou, um, yes, the police yes. officer. Oh yes, and okay. then and then somebody else who I didn't know, but yeah. apparently he pops in and he pops into enough episodes where they were like, "We should stop. probably probably one of the kids in their class." Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. It's wild, man. I That's it's crazy. so wild to me. It's so wild. Yeah, it's it's long overdue, and I you know I was saying like with animation, you just kind of get away with it because no one can see who it is, so you don't really think mm. about it. But it is crazy because you're just like, oh, that somebody else like a black person that's a job (laughs) it's like a job for a black person or for a person of color for a queer person that y'all just like didn't give anyone so this is the easiest job y'all could just give to a you can give to a black person (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean yeah what's crazy about everyone stepping away now is that like like i was doing i was thinking about it with fucking cleveland is the dude has been in a bajillion episodes so at this point, with residuals included, he's at least walked away with ten mil, <laughs> like yeah. at least ten mil from both Family Guy and Cleveland Show. Like, yeah, that's Fox like, money, that network money. That's that <laughs> network money. <laughs> whoever network gets money. whoever gets that job, even if they do like the next hundred episodes, will still make six figures they'll less. They'll be good. <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, they'll be good. They'll, they'll, they'll be good, but it'll still be less. Yes. It's they'll so, never catch up, bro. Like the never catch chilling. up. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it, it's wild man. did it bother you guys knowing like i wonder like because i remember that that guy was white and i remember like like cocking my head to the side but not having an opinion also family guys been on the air for so long that we were so i feel like so young when it came out but i don't remember having an opinion on it did you guys always have an opinion on it i never had an opinion on it to be i honest. never i never had an opinion on it either and i think like which is fucked up on our account because it's like we're so you know for lack of a better word brainwashed with just like not even thinking about conditioned those yeah and conditioned yeah, yeah. right but you know from a very young age with voiceover like when i found out 
and I was like five or six at this point when, say, for like Tommy Pickles was like uh, oh. a woman. Or yes. you know, like so many, yes. like so many, like characters Kids. who Bart yeah. Simpson, yeah, yeah, Bart Simpson. Like yeah. I found that all out like before I was ten. So for me, my brain would just always go, "Well, it's just whoever the voice is, sure," right? and yeah. which is a fucked up. Which it was is kind of a, impressive, though, right? I think that's actually a good point. Tommy Pickles and Bart Simpson. It was like impressive that that wasn't a little boy. Yeah. And so I think. There was something about Cleveland that I was like, oh, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, that's oh, my Henry guy is talented. Oh, that's talented. <laughs> For sure. But I will say this, though. Often, like, the thing is, it's like, I think there's also just, like, a lack of care of who the people are. Like, yeah. I remember that woman, I think it's E.G. Daly, yeah. was, uh, she was, like, at this bus stop or something next to this kid. And she was just like, hey, kid, do you want to see something cool? And she did the voice of Bart Simpson and Tommy Pickles. And he was just like, oh, that's cool. And then just walked away. Like, he did not care. He wasn't blown away yeah, that yeah, this yeah. woman that he was, like, he was just like, oh, that's a cool thing that you, like, he didn't care that that was E.G. Daly. He was also he like, just, you're, you're not Tommy. Tommy's yeah. on my TV, but cool that you can impersonate him. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, you can do the voice? Okay, cool. Yeah. I try to do the voice, too, sometimes. <laughs> I could do a good Chucky if you want to hear that. <laughs> he gave zero for, and she had to explain it. So she's like, I'm I'm the voice, and he was like, Oh, okay, okay cool, 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 yeah, cool, yeah, you are <laughs> <laughs> this crazy white lady. So she's the voice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit is so wild. So I just don't I, think we care. We just really, I think as a society, don't care who's behind these voices. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, and in many ways, I think it's good that we're starting to care. But like, animation is just, you know, listen, this is the issue with a lot of things where you know even though things need to change uh sometimes when we don't have like the the nuanced conversations like that led us to that because animation is so different because you know you have cartoon characters that are like bunnies and dogs and so, so like our brains like you said it's just conditioned to think like oh it doesn't matter who the voice is it's just an animated show which unfortunately white creators have used for you know not good you know sure well i was actually talking to somebody about animation and just like you know when you're dealing with animals or like you know genderless or 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 like raceless characters Mm -hmm. do you care if there are people of color a part of it or not and then i was like oh but i guess even if the show is you know raceless if it's still created by white people race is subliminally inside of it and it Mm -hmm. still kind of dictates because it's like does it matter does it not matter it's like it does still matter because it's it's still the world is still being created by white people even if it's a raceless world it's a white perception of what that is and then also no please jakees oh and then and then also just to that point like even when the shows are raceless and I just even know this from seeing breakdowns. Uh, even if it's, you know, a raceless show is not a human character, the personality of that, like, yes. animated character can sometimes yes. still be, oh, this is a black person. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, so, yes. like, that's the personality that they want you, that they will have or that they want you to bring to the character yeah. in a race, quote unquote, raceless, like, world. Yeah. I remember asking, is is it Mushu or Wushu from Mulan? Like, I remember asking people, is he Asian? The, oh, the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, is he Asian? Because he... It's Eddie Murphy. Like, it's you know Eddie what I mean? Murphy. Like Eddie. <laughs> and it's, right. it's clearly Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> like, the nigga is not disguised as his voice. Yeah, it's no, Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie. <laughs> that's a black dragon. I'm sorry. Yeah, a that's black a black dragon. dragon. <laughs> Yo, Eddie doesn't, get, Eddie doesn't get enough respect, I think. He's only done two, but they're both, like, iconic. Like, Donkey is hilarious. Oh, right, yeah. Donkey's, like, like Donkey is just very much Eddie too. Yes. <laughs> it's the same voice pretty much, but yeah. it's so fucking funny. But it also like calls into question, you know, just how how people pull in blackness mm-hmm. as a means to to make the the thing funny and to make it edgy and to make it so you can't even if they're genderless or raceless, you can't take away that like there's a reason they wanted Eddie Murphy on that and in those roles. Yeah. Because we yeah. just bring a different, you know, 
Je ne same with the flavor. <laughs> exactly. Different it, flavor. Same with the hyenas and Lion King, right? Like, there's a oh, reason yeah. why it's John Leguizamo and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. 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 It's wild. It's wild. Well, listen. I if if the if the uh, if the way the world is going is you know more jobs for us then for sure. You well, know? I think it's even it's like it's more jobs for us, but it's also just about like we can't deny the influence of media and animation is a part of that. And so it's like that's true. We just have to start having conversations. Like we don't get to be like this is raceless and this is gender. Like we don't get to have those conversations until there's true inclusion right until you Mm. actually have an inclusive space where there are people represented from other races and and genders and sexualities you can't white people don't get to sit in a boardroom and say this is raceless and and, yeah and and we accept that you know it's just being more conscious Mm -hmm. absolutely and i also think like fuck it like I don't want these jobs. Am I? Maybe I'm going to sound a little spoiled, but like, I don't want to play Carl. Like, I don't want to play Carl on The Simpsons. Make a make a black show. Make a make yeah. a new thing. Make it like, what the fuck you mean? I'm gonna come in and replace this nigga Hank Azaria that's been doing his voice for years and nobody says shit. <laughs> fuck that. That no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I Bro, think we should just. I turned down. Uh, I mean, let, let me not make it sound cooler than it is. I turned down <laughs> the audition for the Cleveland show because it was like it needs to be an exact voice match. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to exactly no. exactly put myself through that? Like, no. I, I'm about to have so many white people in America. Whoever that black person is, gonna have so many white people in America hate that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel which like is just... okay, but it's like, you know he still should take the job. Uh, whoever it is, still should take the job. Make but that money. Make that money. <laughs> make that money. But also, like, just end it then. Just fucking end the show. Yeah. If you can't, I think. I think like if you're not going to actually allow an artist to come in at this point, right? Like you're like, oh, the character's black, and we're now going to bring in an actual black person to voice it. If you're not going to let that person put their spin on it, then it's kind of like, then what's the fucking point? Like, you can have a similar energy, but like, let a black person sound black as opposed to a black person trying to mimic a white person mimicking yeah. a black person. That just seems. Complicated. It seems, it seems so complicated. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, man. Fuck it. It's the same thing with adding black people into these all white rooms. It's just like, nah, man. Throw the shit out and start over. Like you're you're you're, you're setting up that black person to fail. It's why so many of these diversity programs haven't worked because it's just like you're throwing this staff writer into the fire and being like, yo handle this system that wasn't built for you. Yes. But we we forced you in, and not only that, we're also we're also paying for you to be there, not according to their budget. So they already don't fuck with you because they're yeah. just like, you're not my responsibility. It, fucking throw the bat. Like, I, my ideas for how to fix this shit are crazy. It's like, find a bunch of young talent. Like, you know, you fucking IO Debris. Fucking yes. Like, uh, you know, fucking like just hella young talent that's like in the middle. Like, you know what I mean? Like coming up. Yeah. Give them all, give them all overall deals. That's yes. my, that. That's my idea. It's like stop that's waiting great for idea. like, let's just give them all overall deals. And Brandon, start like over. that's a great idea. That's, I love that yeah. idea. Put that in front, put that in front of somebody. Dwayne Perkins, like you know, yes, what I'm absolutely. Fucking, yeah. yeah, man. No, you, it, I mean what you're saying is like putting people in power. Like it, you know, don't add us to your room. Like, give us power so we can tell the stories accurately and correctly and with our voice as opposed to trying to make your thing edgy. You know, it's the donkey as opposed to being the Eddie Murphy's donkey and you're a Shrek. Like, I'm a Shrek. I'm not. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's, that's the next. That's BLM's 2021 slogan. It's like, no, our slogan. Slogan. I, almost, I got caught between logo and slogan. So we're going to ride with it. Slogan. Yeah. BLM's that's new slogan is I'm Shrek now. I'm Shrek right? now. I'm not donkey no more. I'm, I'm Shrek, Shrek now. now. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know somebody's mad. And I'm happy for that. So everybody. Out, put out the new slogo. I'm Shrek now. <laughs> Yo, new merch, new merch idea. Yes. Uh, I'm Shrek now. Fuck your donkey. I'm Shrek yes. now. Oh bro, what if Issa Rae said that shit at the Emmys, bro? That would make me so crazy. If Issa Rae said, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm Shrek now. That's the new movement. <laughs> oh, man. I want that. 
That shit would be hilarious. Uh, I have a, I, this is a weird question. Uh, we kind of, you know, just shooting the shit, having fun with an idea. Yeah. If there was a white character on television that you would be like, you know what, recast it and I'm going to play the lead character. Uh, like I was, I it's one of my favorite movies and I watched it probably once or twice a year. I just rewatched the Truman Show. Okay. And then I and then I was just like, man, I could be Truman Burbank. Let me be Truman Burbank. Yeah. That would be some fun ass shit, right? Uh, and I was just like, yo, is there is there any character that you was like, man, you know, the white person killed it, but I could probably do better. Brandon, <laughs> while you think on that, Brandon, yeah, I want to yeah. say, Jaquise, making Truman black changes so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know, I know. That's a it dark. That's a dark. Da- it's even darker than it is dark now. Dark movie. <laughs> that's a dark that fucking movie. They put that nigga in a world where he's not experiencing racism. He's having a good day every day. Like there's so much fucked up about it. And like it's as really- he's about to go out, they be like, "You sure you want to leave? Like, you sure? I'm telling you, you gonna be once you leave, you can't come back. The oh show is over." <laughs> <laughs> you not Shrek out there, bro. You not Shrek out there. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so true. Yeah, that would be it would be a fucked up movie. That would be a real fun. You, but probably a great reboot. Like I feel like that's a good. That's I a comedy. Check. That's, that's a true ass comedy right there. <laughs> I watch it. I would watch it. Everybody try to keep him in, bro. Everybody be like, don't break this shit. Stop, brother. <laughs> you're right. It's a TV show, but trust me, stay in and just live this life. It's better. <laughs> live the life that we cultivated for you. <laughs> My white character that, uh, I don't know, I've always found most of them to be quite boring, especially if they're the lead. Mm-hmm. And in general, I think lead characters tend to have the, the burden of not being as interesting as the side characters. Absolutely. So for me, I was obsessed with, on a white show, um, Karen Walker on Will and Grace. I thought that she, wow. rich bougie drunk drunk funny (laughs) like just like absurd got to say the wildest shit and no one corrected her because she was the fucking rich white woman and so (laughs) maybe that's what i wanted my life maybe that was like be a rich white woman (laughs) maybe that's what i wanted for my life (laughs) but if a character that character i thought was hilarious i'd love to do a spin on that that's i mean to see like a black rich queer character like that i feel like would be so fun like that would be so fun yes yes and like a three because you know i think we've had queer characters that they're super sassy but like to give them some layers and some complications and some like fullness to it i think would be exciting yeah that sounds dope yeah mine is hella stupid what's yours is george from seinfeld (gasps) okay wait is that the larry david character i want it no, uh, essentially, yes. Essentially, yes. that is like, like, yeah, he's very much so Larry David. Like, yeah, yeah. I want <laughs> like that. Say, I want that for you. I want. I, I, I would watch that. I love George, and I know he's hella problematic now. Rewatching Seinfeld, I'm like, this is <laughs> fucked up in so many ways. But I always found him funnier than Seinfeld to me. Like, like you're saying, like, I yeah. think like he's so much more interesting he's so unique he's so like i think it's funny how entitled he is like throughout the whole series he's dating like tens but he always (laughs) finds problems in them i think that's so funny like it's like nigga just sit sit back and think about who you're dating right now and you enjoy it yeah but you complain about how she eats soup nigga look at you (laughs) one of my favorite episodes of the show is when he realizes that the girl he's dating is bald and he don't want to date her no more and everyone's like nigga you're bald (laughs) bald. stop it you're bald you're blessed and like the bad bald too you got like the you 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 ain't even like it's not even like so cold bald you like george you white you holding on you holding on to that side stuff (laughs) (laughs) oh man that shit killed me bro but he made 
<laughs> I saw it. So Speaking of that type of bald, and I know I shouldn't have laughed at this. And listen, if you need to keep if you need to keep what you got going, do your thing. But you know, somebody was uh, there was a thing on Instagram about man, I can't wait to go back in the barbershop. And then they showed like a, a video. And it showed this, you know, this black dude getting his hair trimmed up. So, you know, dope ass lineup, dope ass fade. And then they showed another dude who had the George Jefferson also getting it faded at the top. And I'm just like, bro, just cut that shit. Just like, what did you get it? What did you get in your what did you get in that lined up for? <laughs> Wait, I watched a video like that, but then they added the 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 lace front, the dude lace front, where they'll line up what you got and then they'll add the like Caesar oh, lace front on. Did it. you see was this recent like this week? Not this week, but like okay. in the last few months. Cause if that's what it was, then I get that. But by the time I saw him getting his like just you know the just bottom the half of his hair lined up i was like bro just give it up <laughs> so i turned it off i didn't need to watch it no more i mean people he might, he might have, have mastered that lace front that's what i'm yeah. saying men have mastered that lace front we were watching uh train wreck to study if lebron james is a good actor and uh <laughs> and we were just watching his what did you scenes. discover is it his timing's not bad but he has that same thing that Will Smith had in the first season of Fresh Prince, where you can tell that one. It's like I think like the easy tell if someone's a bad actor is what they're doing when other people are talking. Yeah, yeah, and sure. like <laughs> LeBron sure. James' face is like this, <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like waiting for them to say, like ready to get in. Yeah, yeah. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know my cue. I know my. I know my cue. I know my cue. Oh, no, nigga, you ain't say it like that last time. You ain't say it like that last time, bro. For real, like that's really what it was. And, but we were looking at his hair, and we were just like, "Yo, his hair is perfect in this movie." And we were like, "There's no way. There's no way that this shit is real." Because I remember what his hair looked like when he was leaving Cleveland the first time. So yeah. watching that movie, which came out in like 2014, I was like, "This is fake. This that's has to money. be fake. It has yeah. to be fake hair." That's that money. That's that not good money. fake hair, but Trava- is it Travante from Moonlight? Did you watch Bird Box? No. The Sandra Bullock. Uh, you, oh, you know, oh, Bird yes. Box. Oh, I thought you said Bird Pox. I was no, like, Bird no, Box. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> his hair, Box, his yes. hair was perfect in that movie. Yes, the it whole, was. The whole movie, I was envious of that lineup. I don't yeah. know if he has yeah. a lace. I don't think it's a lace front. I think it's his hair, but it was just like perfectly crisp. Every Bro, scene. I, wow. I, uh, say what you're going to say, Jaquise. This was like probably... This was probably like a year ago. No, I don't think it's the same thing because apparently I was the only nigga who didn't know that I, about a year ago I found out that throughout the '90s when Steve Harvey had like the you know the crispy that that shit is a wig or a lace front. I was so what? surprised. Oh, you wow. didn't know either? No. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not the his high hair. top. That was not his hair, bro. On the Steve Harvey show, that wasn't his hair. No, that is a well, wig or a lace front. He was balding in the about '80s. It. Oh, that makes so huh. much sense. It makes so. I mean, it's the same thing. Like that happens. Like, have you ever watched the Larry Sanders show? Yes. So, uh, like I've seen like an episode or two. Yeah. Yeah. That one dude. What's his name? The dude from Entourage. He's in it, and he's all the way bald. And you're just like, wait a minute. You have so much hair in Entourage, and that's when I realized that that shit's the lace front too. Like he's yes. like all all up in Entourage with like the hair, and he's always touching it. But that shit's all fake, man. That's not real yeah. hair. Yeah. I've worked with a couple white dudes who get their wigs put on i'm like ah that's how you keep working <laughs> that's, how you keep that's how you keep working that's how you keep booking that good luscious hair yes well, Brandon, well, i didn't, I mean, to, I didn't mean to like i didn't mean to blow your mind with the steve harvey thing. no i thought i thought i was so the sorry. only one who didn't know <laughs> i didn't know jakees i didn't oh, know man. really <laughs> man people when i when, when i found out people came you know when people you don't know something be like you didn't know that Nigga, go look at his hair. You can tell. I was like, no, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't tell. That person's projecting their insecurities about they them not knowing onto you because they also had that moment where yeah, they, they <laughs> and then it's projecting that onto that's you, bro. That's true. That's true. But, but here's what I was gonna say about Bird Box. Why is Javante Rhodes in that movie? Like, what does his character provide to that movie? I thought about that for weeks after watching that movie. Why is he there? I think he's there to provide, uh, you know, again, it's it's not it's the Eddie Murphy. It's like, you know, like we're edgy. We got a black guy and she's in love with a black man and it doesn't matter. And he protects her and like <laughs> we're cool in, in this world. I think that that is what I mean, he's a great actor, too. But I do think like it was such a weird What's he doing in this Sandra Bullock Netflix? Yes, movie? it was him. It was him, her, 
and two young ass white kids. And I was like, this is not a family. I don't care what anybody tells me. This is not a family. I'm, I, I, I date an interracial person, but I know that this is not a family. I don't care what anyone tells me. There was no way a black man and a white woman would adopt two white kids. Even if they found them at the end of the world, they'd be like, yo, we like y'all. Yes. We fuck with y'all, but this is not gonna work. We have to let yeah, y'all go. Somebody gonna take y'all. We gonna go ahead. And, <laughs> y'all gonna be y'all good. Fine. Y'all good. The next y'all person that comes fine. through, <laughs> me and her and y'all too does not look right. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. That's uh, speaking of Netflix, speaking of Netflix, yeah. we gotta we gotta talk. I mean, shit. At this point. You know Netflix is signing the checks, baby. You got hey, the movie, yeah. You, you on the you you writing on the new? Oh, it's not the new show, but the the upcoming seasons of Big Mouth. Yes. Uh, yeah, man. How how is how is uh how is the the entrance into the Netflix family family been for you? It's been. I mean, it it kind of happened. It just it kind of like it kind of happened, but it's been good. It's been they've been a great place to work with. I mean, you know, like the shows. Netflix is like not involved in that show because that show is successful and does right. well for them. So there's not like a, a you don't they come to the table read and then it's like all right see y'all later. So mm. Big Mouth itself they've been great and wonderful. And then the the movie was also cool, but it's yeah, kind of feel the know, beat I, for anybody who you know needs a reminder. Yeah. Uh, yes. Feel the beat, uh, but you know it's been cool because you know as a black queer person, I found you know obviously as black people working in the industry, it's like how many roles are there to begin with, and then add being queer to that, and people know that, and like how many roles are there, and I feel like streaming has been the place. Streaming and cable has been a place where the world has kind of opened up a bit because they just have less rules, and obviously Netflix and Amazon just have they can put as many shows as they want. So there's just been more opportunities over there. So I've, so I've enjoyed it for that. I've enjoyed it for that freedom and for that, um, for them signing my checks. Like <laughs> Nobody else was trying to sign these checks. Netflix was right. like, we'll sign them. Man, <laughs> you was trying, bro. You was trying. You was going to a lot of people. Yo, will you sign this check for me? Well, you saw, I was to everybody. I went to all the big networks. They said, no, we're not signing that goddamn check. <laughs> I read that article. I think it was... LA Times talking about how Netflix has kind of been at the forefront of putting black voices on. And like yeah. if you look at their roster, you're just like, yo, this is kind of crazy the amount of black content that they put on. Mm-hmm. And this might be a pessimistic question, but I've, you know, a lot of writers have been talking about this, especially with WGA just signing that deal. Yeah. How long, how much longer do you think that will last like do you think that that's something that streamers will continue to be interested in as streaming competition gets like you know bigger and bigger because you know netflix was able to do that at the beginning because they were the only ones in the streaming game so like they were like man we'll we'll try anything out a talking horse hell yeah a black man <laughs> yeah. with a black man with a full with a full arc yeah we could do that like, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah how, how long how much longer do you think that can last do you think like streamers will continue to be interested in something like that well, I think with the Michaela Cole of it all, it's like uh, we're having to have a different conversation, which is that I think a lot of places have been interested in different experiences in black voices, but have they paid them correctly? Mm. Have they empowered them correctly? So mm-hmm. I feel like that's now the next part of the conversation is that, you know, networks using black voices to diversify their their um, lineup, but they're not necessarily always giving the 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 right amount of power to those black people so it's like it's a black show but all the eps are white so what are we really doing here so i think that that's the next conversation is like networks and streaming services being like we are willing to pay that black creative or that black a person or or even if we're not um we're not qualified to run our show. We're going to put in the people in place to get you qualified. You know, like yeah. that. what you guys were talking about earlier. It's like it's not enough to just put a black staff writer in your room and then have them like sink or swim. It's like you got to shepherd them. You got to mentor them. You got to give them the tools they need so that they can continue to succeed as opposed to be like, we hired one and they didn't do well. So I guess we'll never do that again. You know, which is, I think, what always happens It's like you. I feel that as a black creative, you get in these white spaces and it's like up to you to succeed, Mm. which 
There's an element of that, but I also feel like when I watch my white colleagues, there's somebody looking out for them always, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what I feel like there needs to be more of as we introduce more women into the rooms, more black people into the rooms, more queer people into the rooms, is that there are people looking out for them. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I completely agree with that because I think, like, to your point uh, with the sink or swim thing, it's why we're kind of where we're at, right? Where if you and I, you know, if the three of us sell a show tomorrow... We're not it's going to be really hard to find a black EP to cover the show with us. Right. Like to supervise our pitch and all that stuff, because there's no there's no I guess the only term I can think of to describe it. And I'm not talking about the economic version of this, but there's no black writer middle class. Like there's no like you either go from staff writer to story editor and then you find a couple people in all the, uh, you know, levels in between. And then it goes to EP like that's just like the next thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like. That's why you look at the insecure room and that room is so top heavy because they've all been on that show for so long. But like now they're all busy and shit like that. It's like I can't get Phil right. Jackson to supervise my yeah, pitch. I exactly. can't get Issa Rae to supervise my pitch. I can't get Lena Waithe to supervise my pitch. And so even with well Phil, the white man. And even yeah. with Phil, when he got in that show, he was coming off of four seasons on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and like you know, so went so those people who even when they come to a show like late like that have already hit and by the time you need somebody like that yeah. in your corner they're busy because they're they're on right now you know what yeah. i'm saying and there are more there are more white people waiting in the wings than there are black people yeah <laughs> you know um, and yeah. we need more black people in the wings yeah uh you know for when we need that when we need that person we can say oh Let's go grab this person, and yes. they are able to say, "Hell yeah, let's let's fucking go," you know? Because you yeah. can't, like you like Eric say, you can't get Phil, you can't get a prince, you can't get any of these people because they working, well, yeah, <laughs> which is great. They, once you hit, but it's like there's so few of us that once you hit, it's like you're it for everybody, you're it for yep. everything, as opposed to there being enough of us that like, oh yeah, I got a break here to you know do whatever, but we become burdened with being the voice for all blackness and all black shows and all whatever. You're going to go to Prentice. You're going to go to Issa. You're going to go to Lena. But when it comes to white people, there are just so many and they do so many array of things. And, <laughs> you know, do you want drama? Do you want a drama dude? Like, what you, like, right. What you, right. <laughs> you, know, you want like, somebody who knows music? Like, you want to, what do you want? <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a white person for every shade. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, I think that's for, I think, in terms of this movement, you know, inside of Hollywood, but it all... In all businesses, it's like getting to a place where we are able to be at every point, every every turn, you know? I think yeah. something else that's important about what you're saying is, like, we need to get to a point where, because I know that this has happened to a lot of people, and, I, you know, we're, we're being industry-specific because we're talking to three industry giants right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. It's three yes. industry giants on this conversation. <laughs> uh, but, like, something that's happening is, like, mad people are, you know, texting me being like, hey, man. Like, do you know any black, do you know any black writers? Like, you know, who could help me out with this? And it's just like, like, we're becoming like, that's becoming an exhaustive thing. And also what's becoming exhaustive is that we're hiring black people to only talk about black experience. Yes. And yes. I think that's true in any workplace and anything. It's just like, yo, this person is capable of doing other shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm not like, you know, I think like Stephanie Robinson put out an article about that a few years, like way before any of this shit was happening, talking about like. I can write you more than just a pilot about a black girl coming up in the struggle. Like I can do yes. so much more. I got like, I like, I grew up watching the Simpsons and all this stuff. Like I, I like, and I, right. and I think like, that's like, the, you know, like I know that, you know, being a queer person to you is very important, but I bet you, you don't only want to write shows about the struggles of being a queer person. Yeah. I mean, I think that that is, I was talking to Mila Jam, uh, who's a, who's a singer. Sorry about this dog. Outside. We got this dog in our building who is like five pounds and barks not. Oh, that's a, a five pound dog. That's, that's a big. He five got a pound dog. And that dog it, got a big ass bark. It do <laughs> and mean like you. If it senses you close by, like, it's like oh my god. If y'all don't train your dog, um, but I think. Uh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> I was. <laughs> see, dog. That dog barks that dog. so big. It's fucking. It, it like it made you forget. <laughs> I made you forget. I had a good point. Wait, tell me what you. Give me that. We were talking about. We were talking about the fact that we like. 
we're, we don't want to write only about, about our being black or being our preference. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. better way to put for it. For sure. Yes. I think I was talking to Mila Jam and we're talking about that. I think the win here that we're all fighting for is the ability to just exist, right? Like white people don't have to represent white people, right? Like if if one white person, let's just use Sarah Jessica Parker, she's, she's fine. But if Sarah Jessica Parker fucked up, we would not say, wow, white women suck. We would go, SJP sucks. If one of us mm-hmm. fucks up, all of a sudden that's a reflection on the black men everywhere or the black community. And I think that what we're fighting for is to just be able to exist and tell our stories and they don't have to be what white people think black stories look like, right? Like we we can just, it could, like I keep saying, like I got seven plants. Like where's that story about just the dude who like waters his fucking plants and like that, as opposed to, oh no, I went outside and like somebody called me a fag and now I'm overcoming being called a fag. <laughs> right. like, hey, yo, right. Brandon, I, I just got a text from HBO Max. What you just said just sold, bro. Hey! Oh, shit. <laughs> not the Wait second minute, one, one, not the first one, not the first oh, okay. one, the second the, one. I was just saying, which one? The second one? All right, man. <laughs> Damn. Don't turn down that money, though. Don't turn down hey. that money. <laughs> it's a step. It's a step. <laughs> but also, like, we just want, I'm tired. You, I remember this so vividly. And if my years are off, I apologize. But if I'm not mistaken, Booksmart and The Hate You Give came out, came out around the same time. I think so. Or they were so close together that they were fresh on my mind. And, you know, The Hate You Give is <laughs> the struggle. And, you know. Is that a mandala? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. And, you know, about a black girl and the struggle and, you know, having yeah. to deal with being a black woman and, and, and murder and killing and police brutality and all this shit. And Booksmart, which was a very good movie. I like yeah. Booksmart. But there's this scene in Booksmart, which is in so many movies about white teenage girls coming of age where they jump in the water and then they're looking around and then they see the person they love or like they you know the the, yeah, yeah. the moment where they come to age is when they're underwater and they can breathe like a mermaid and and I'm like <laughs> man I, I want to see a black girl jump in the water and with a hair and all and like let that be the moment that she realized I'm of age. Yeah. Like I have come of age. Like yes. I don't need to see all these. Like I don't need to see the hate you give. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah. happy it gave her a job. Well, I really like the, am. Yes. We're glad you're getting paid, Amanda. And those stories are important, but I think if if that becomes the only story we get yes. to tell, then you're like, okay, we let's expand this. You know what I just watched? Fatal Affair. Did you watch Oh, it? I watched that like two I've, days ago. I've seen people texting on the threads about that, but I don't know if I could do it, man. Bro, you, you should have watched, you watched it with us when we watched it, because we watched it and watch. just roasted it the yeah. whole time. You have to that watch license to picture. Me, <laughs> the license <laughs> picture? That side shot. I'm sorry. That side shot. I'm through. I was like, yes. Yeah. Oh, did great. you see the scene, the scene where she has this big sunglasses and the fire is like they're cooking something in the back and every time yes. she makes a, a, a really pointed sentence, the fire explodes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyways, but I was like, oh, they're just, you know, they're people. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just get to be like, Neil Long, you know, and Omar Epps is like crazy. And like, it's just, yeah. it's about them being people and they just kind of get to exist. It wasn't a, an oppressive narrative. It was about like, you know, infidelity. You're like, well, more of that. Like, yeah. yeah. Better yeah. versions. No, of that's it. a good point. Uh, yeah, that's better versions point. because <laughs> yeah. the Fatal Affair uh, wasn't great. But you know what? I was happy that it wasn't great because we should be allowed. We should be allowed. We should be allowed. Yes. Uh, now, we should be now, allowed for those movies to not be great. And still be watched so Absolutely. much. And still get paid millions and millions of dollars to make three more of them. I feel yep. like that to me is freedom. If Neil Long Magic. can make three more Fatal Affairs, then we're winning. <laughs> now, Jaquise, uh, hold on, Jaquise. Edgar put, on, Edgar put on the glasses. Those glasses. You talked right. about earlier about how every, you know, new age, or not coming of age movie has someone jumping in the water and I feel like you didn't talk about the symbolism behind that so if oh, I can okay. talk about the symbolism <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead With brother, brother Mombazir you can talk about whatever <laughs> water is about reborn do you understand okay. it's about okay. rebirth <laughs> okay. so when they're going into the water they're coming in as their old selves uh-huh. and they're re-emerging as their older selves do you understand oh, as their hey, newer hey, selves my god so my god, it's yeah. about rebirth and it's about change do you understand hey, I see it my now you see man. baptism. Uh huh. You're standing there. 
Take that's your like time. Jesus. That's like Jesus on the cross. Take uh-huh. your time. You go in the water. Uh-huh. That's like uh-huh. Jesus being buried. And hey. then what do you do after that? You go ahead and rise like Jesus did three days later. Then I'm hey. then I'm done. Then hey. I'm done. Hey, man. <laughs> Amen. L- let the church say. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. Hey, oh, yeah. Ooh, God is good. <laughs> won't he do it? Don't say he won't when he will. <laughs> yeah. And bro, so many white girls have had that moment in movies. <laughs> so many. It was, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Lady Bird had it a year earlier. Oh, it did. It did. That was a big complaint about that movie. It was just like, ain't this shit just Lady Bird? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's a, you know, it's funny. It's like, it's a, it's, it's a trope or whatever because it works because we want to see it. But for whatever reason, we don't let people of color do that. And I don't know. I mean, I know what the fuck it is. That's white supremacy at its core. But you're just like, we should just be allowed to do that, to do the scene where we go in the water and we come up. And it's, that's what it is. But mm-hmm. yeah. So then what are some tropes? What are some white people tropes that we want to see ourselves in? I think mm-hmm. for me. I want to bump into somebody at a bookstore and be like, oh, hey. <laughs> you're reading that book, too? You know I'm what I mean? Like, that that's book, that's yeah. one. That's one I want to see black people mm-hmm. do. What about you, yeah. Keys? Um, You know, I want to I want to, like, get in an accident or get in a major fucking like heated argument, like a road rage incident with somebody. And then 20 minutes later, find out that we just got hired on a job together. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I hate them. I hate them. But by the end, of, but oh, within 90 yeah. minutes, they're going to be the love of my life. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. What about uh, you, Brandon? I want to be the like geeky nerd who everyone overlooks, but the dance is coming up. <laughs> And then my best friend gives me that transformation and I come down the top of the steps that reveal the music. That Somebody sings that good ballad and here I come walking slowly down them steps looking gorgeous. They had no idea. They had no all the beauty under those glasses. Nobody knew there was so much beauty under those glasses. Hell yeah. Hell so we yeah. all just want to be in rom-coms? Is that yeah. It? yeah that's come it. on. That's we just want to be in rom-coms. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We just want to be in rom-coms, man. <laughs> It's the that's best of big us. money. J Lo, I mean, made most of her money in them rom coms. That's yeah. true. That's Seriously. true. She that definitely didn't make it off that music. I'll tell you that. Oh man, come on! <laughs> <laughs> on the six was a great album. <laughs> yes, written by Ashanti, right? No. <laughs> I don't know. Ashanti writes everything. <laughs> she does. Let's give Ashanti your flowers for sure. Yes, please. Uh, Brandon, are you a dancer? No. No, no, no. No. I I also like Feel the Beat as a dance is a movie that's centered around dance, dance uh, yes. in general. And and even though you don't have like a dancing role within the movie, I always wonder like whenever you whenever like we as actors get into a movie that is centered around, you know, a very specific thing. Yeah. Uh like, do you want to take then take on or like learn a little bit about it or try to do it a little bit? Like, did you? I want to be paid to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like yes. Toby Maguire got paid to become Spider-Man. It's like if somebody would pay me to yes. like learn something, I'm down for it. I want that. Like, it took three months and we, you know, we learned all the moves and how to feel like that. I want that experience. Charlie's Angels, I always think about yes. not the new one, the like Cameron Diaz, the middle mm-hmm. one, where mm-hmm. they, they like went into like training for three months to be able to like karate kick and do splits. I think that would be fun. Like yeah, how Kamel got fun. hot on Marvel's Dime. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he was always Kumail, a good dude, Kumail, but what I'm saying damn. is like, now he's just like ripped. And I was like, damn, Marvel just paid you to just become built. Mm-hmm. I want you to pay for my nutritionist, pay for my weight, like my trainer, all of that. Yes, I want that experience for sure. That would be fun. There's this uh, Olivia Munn was in that really bad X Men movie. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, Apocalypse. Yes, 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 yes. And like, I'm I'm, I'm an X Men fan, X Men fan, but I'm not a like I don't deep dive into it. Like I'm an X Men movie fan, and I was an animated show fan, but I didn't yeah. read any of the comics. So. You know, apparently her character wasn't in it enough and wasn't as powerful as it should have been. But then, like, three months ago, 
a video came out like just how hard she trained. She trained for like six months, and like, and I have a little bit of sore training, and like, oh, so yep. I can appreciate it. Yeah, but nothing like what she was doing. She was like fucking swinging yeah, that yeah. thing right, and then she was in the movie for five minutes. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, for, I mean, it's dope that you now know how to handle a sword. Yeah, but yeah like, but damn, for all you that for trained five for minutes. six months. Like, if I'm a studio, I'm like, you trained for how long? <laughs> no, nah, write some more shit in here. No, nah, write some more Absolutely. shit in this movie for her, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Change the end. That's how I felt about Brie Larson carrying that car. I was like, when is this skill ever going to be useful to you again besides Captain Marvel? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Wait a minute, she yeah. carried a car? There's a, Did she, she pull? Was, yeah, she was like pulling a, a Jeep or something like that. That was part yeah, of her training yeah. that she had to pull a Jeep. Oh, damn. Alright. I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I ask a question? Should Olivia Munn be more famous? I always feel like whenever I see her, I'm like, why are you not more famous? Is you that what she was supposed to be? Well, yeah, say it. Well, it's not well, it's not probably what you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm about to be I'm about to be just a petty Bears fan. It's because okay. she dated Aaron Rodgers whack Oh, come uh, on. I thought you were gonna talk about I thought you were well, gonna no, talk about she, how she was supposed to be the voice of Diane in Bojack. Oh no, I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I just remember the only thing I've ever really truly seen her in, like on a consistent basis, was you remember that show, The Newsroom, or yes! whatever it was called. That's what I yeah, that's how I yeah. The newsroom. She was. She I was thought dope. she was great in that. I thought she was great on that. Yeah, that was a really on good show. The Daily Show. She was on The Daily Show. Yeah, she started off as a correspondent on that show. Oh, oh really? Word. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know what? That does ring a bell, actually. Yeah, I don't know why she's not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always feel like she, I don't know. Whenever I see her, I'm like, "You should be popping." I don't know what's going on. Magic yeah, Mike. Y'all remember G4? Hey, we said again. Were y'all nerds? G4. It was that video game channel. She was a nah. correspondent on that channel. Oh, all right. Okay, so she's. <laughs> yep. I, I, right. I appreciate yo, you. She's yo, Ed, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar up here, like, yo, don't be coming from my girl. I know her career. All right. <laughs> Shit, y'all remember? Uh, y'all remember? <laughs> y'all remember the MTV Movie Awards of 2018? <laughs> y'all remember the Best Kiss that? Award 19, uh, 2012? <laughs> oh, I love that award. <laughs> yeah, there are so many. I it's, it's so Hollywood is so wild. It's like crazy when just the amount of people and then how it happens in waves uh you know which sucks because if it happens for white people you know how bad it is for black people i was just thinking of like jennifer lawrence even oh and how like five years ago she was like so popping and even now i mean and look if she she'll be i'm sure in a couple years she'll be in an oscar winning movie or something yeah. and come back but like just how even their careers go in waves when you're at top of the A-list as a white person. Yeah. Man, you know how hard it is for black people? Yeah. <laughs> like, once that's you get out fault, of the way. That's, 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 that's Jennifer Lawrence's fault, though, for betting on David O. Russell's whack ass, being like, I'm going to be his star in all his movies. And that's what it got her. What was that movie that she he put her in where she was, like, selling microwaves or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That? What was that movie? Oh, Joy? The Hustle? Uh, no, oh, joy. no, joy, joy, joy. joy. America Hustle is good. I think that movie is great. I yeah. like that movie, but Joy, I was just like, come on, man! Like, you can't do the same trick where because I think America Hustle, a lot of people were mad because her character was supposed to be like forty five, and it was like Jennifer Lawrence was like twenty three at the time, and I was like, you can't. And he tried to do it again with Joy, and I was like, you can't do it twice. Yeah, you yeah. can't have her age up twice. <laughs> but it's like privilege. I'm like, I'm not mad at it. That's like what I aspire. I want like somebody to just See? be like. Man. Do you want to be a rich white woman? (laughs) (laughs) You want to be a rich white woman? I mean, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) But Brandon, you have some of the freshest skin I've ever seen. What age are they going to age you up to, bro? Like, what age are they going to age you up to? Yeah. But you know, they could do a little prosthetics, you know? Okay. Like like Mandy Moore. God damn it, rich white woman. Mandy Moore, this is us. They got her playing her young self and her old self. It's not. And that's the weakest part of a otherwise decent show. <laughs> like, I anytime really she think comes she, there. Yes. I think I'm she like, would have gotten the Emmy if she just played young. But when she's yes. playing opposite my homeboy, what's uh, what's his name? Dude who plays Sterling's father. What's his oh, name? Yes. On the yeah, oh, yes. Oh, the white woman. father? No, the black father. No, no, no the, oh, black the black father. father. What's his name? Ron. Uh, Ron C. C. Something. 
Anyway, yeah. when she when they're in scenes together, you're like, shut the fuck up. That's an actual <laughs> older man, and this is Mandy Moore in prosthetics. Shut the fuck up. Can't throw it away. Throw it the fuck away. He's four times older than her. He's four times older. <laughs> like, I'm like, y'all, come on. Like, either we gonna everybody's gonna be in prosthetics or we're not. Like, what right. are we right. doing? Even if he older, put him in prospect, prosthetics like so it can look a little closer something. to what she's. And I like. love that. That show, right? Yeah, I mean, that show, I mean, Bethan, I mean, I'd watch that show for Bethan and, and Sterling K. Brown's character. That's Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's like, I mean, you know, I don't know much about acting. You know, I leave it to the professionals over here on this side of the call. But like, for me, it's just like, you could tell that that dude is like bringing in his real life pain and stuff <laughs> from his past and stuff like that. What is Manny more like? I don't know like how y'all like do like flash calling where you're like, yeah. this isn't the exact memory, but a memory like this means something to me. What is that for Manny Moore, her young ass self? What is that she's going like, yeah, I understand what it's like to sit with this pain of not having a son for 40 years. No, you fucking don't. I, I don't. That's what I'm And it shows. Like, I don't. <laughs> and what that, but what sucks is like, she's actually very good as she's like very, the young yeah. mom. She's really fucking good, but it was just like an unfair request for her to now play older and play older against a person who is actually old. I'm like, this is right. y'all did her dirty that, and also that. to play older against people who are probably older than her that are supposed to play younger than she. Yes, is. yes, like, yes. I think Sterling K. Brown she's is older Ster- than she is. Probably. Absolutely, <laughs> she's playing Sterling's mother. You like now? Come on, come on, come on! Like I was Sterling a teenager when you was born. Exactly, and Sterling. K. Brown coming up to her like, Mom, I need advice. From what? From Mandy Moore? <laughs> Literally. What's Mandy Moore gonna tell you? Oh my God. <laughs> so real. So real. They're hugging these grown-ass people that are her same ass age. I'm like, come on. No, I'm not here for this. I'm not here for these present-day scenes. No. <laughs> no. Flashbacks. Stay in the flashbacks. Stay in the flashbacks. Stay in the flashbacks. Yes. Uh, yo, this was uh, this was such a dope ass convo, man. I want to yes. make sure, Brandon, that I give you whatever space you want to uh, talk about anything you want to talk about, whether it's coming up, something you want people to know about, uh, something you want people to consume of yours, or just fucking consume in general, man. Like, hey, I want to give I you that space. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I think you should consume I May Destroy You on HBO Max, which is mm-hmm. not my show. I'm not a part of it, but... It's fucking amazing. And I think that as we move forward in Hollywood and in just like, you know, expanding not black experience stories, but just stories told by black people of our experiences. I think that that show is such a dope example of what that looks like. Um, So good. So good. And she breaks Mm -hmm. the rules and the acting, the writing, the performance. And she is in charge of it all. Like that's... I mean, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anything else, you can find me on my my Instagram and my social, which is at Brandon K. Good. But other than that, I feel like I've said everything that there is to say in this moment. This was yes. such a dope conversation. I got it. You know what? I got to check out. Um, I, I, I didn't get I was going to watch the episode, uh, uh, some of the episodes that you were a part of today, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, the anthology series that was oh modern on, love uh, prime yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is one of my all time that's on my list of something I would love to do as an actor is be a part of an anthology series yeah uh, and then come back like as yes. a different character yeah uh, like it <laughs> seems so fun it just seems so fun is it it reminds me of high school theater like you yes. have all the same actors. And but you're playing a different play, oh, yes. <laughs> you know. So I it's know, so that fun. Ryan that Ryan Murphy way. life, that 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 uh, American Horror Story life. Yes. Sure. Oh, that would be so fun to do. So so yeah, I gotta I gotta check that out. How was that though? How was how fun was that? It was great. I mean, I was there for a week and a half, uh, and I was sick for most of the shoot. Uh, oh damn! So, but that was it. Kind of worked in my favor because it was like my first big gig, and and I didn't get in my head because i was trying not to shit myself so yo remember when we remember when we can be sick on set uh, uh try to try that shit next year when you go back to work 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas gonna be cop, like, you, cop you sick? Once, bro. Yeah, recast, cop once, they be like, mm, recast. recast that shit. <laughs> right. Recast that shit. This man is no longer Shrek. <laughs> right. Nah, you back to donkey, my dude. You back to donkey. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, get out of here. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that, Yo, but, thanks so much for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you guys you. for having me. I'll talk to you guys soon. Now, after listening to that amazing conversation with black creatives, I think the only thing for me and you to do, Edgar, is to finally give the floor to our young Prince Apodaca for you to let us know what the most problematic thing you did was in the quickest amount of time. Uh, this show and will... Go ahead. If I could add on to that. Yes, you can. I yes, think can. that... After he does it, he should apologize by doing our Queen of the Weeks. Yes, yes. So this show will not end until you do it and then give us two Queen of the Weeks for me and Edgar. And listen, if people are listening to this and you wonder, like, why did that episode just end? Eh. You'll know why. So, Matt, for the rest of the episode, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, my problematic thing is that I feel like I probably said hi to a police officer like a month ago. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Matt. I have a story. I have a story. I remember one time Matt was parking his car. I think I've told the story on the podcast Oh, before. probably. Matt was parking his car and he hit the curb. And the police officer said, hey, excuse me, you hit the curb. And Matt went. I don't care. My dad's a cop. That's not what I said. I said that to you. I said that to you. And he, my, yeah, my stepdad. Uh, but I did sort of think about the optics of that, how the, how the real conversation went. And, Cause I did just tell this cop to his face. No, I didn't. And, and you and honor were in the car. And I was like, oh, I should be more careful, I guess. <laughs> like, um, yeah, you put my life at risk. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that could also be an answer that satisfies this prompt. Um, okay. And so, if, and uh, you know what? Ooh, your 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 face just got lighter. That means you're looking up something on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is currently googling black women who deserve praise. No, that's not fair. You put me on the spot. I didn't have time to prepare a queen. <laughs> That is so awful. I'm going to leave it in just so you guys, so everyone knows. I'm going to be transparent. I have nothing to hide. I was looking to, uh, I did pull up a search bar, but I wasn't going to type in black women. Okay. Okay. Uh, so who, so let me know who Google, who, who Google gave you, who Google gave you and who, and who are you attributing this queen to? Is it me or Edgar? Who's queen? Yeah. You? you have to pick one for both of us. What? So and I have to pick fair. one that you, you either one of you would pick. Listen, yeah. we didn't make the rules of the show. Airwolf did. This mm -hmm. is the show Airwolf wanted us to do. So okay. this one is for Edgar. Uh, so this is queen of the week. We put this thing there. Queen of the week. I'm not even. I don't even have Zoom up because I can't look at either of you. <laughs> You've made me sweat in my home. My queen of the week. Edgar's queen of the week this year. This week. See, I'm nervous. Edgar's queen of the week. Uh huh. Has been killing it. Uh, it's been a series regular on many shows, on many good shows. Um, and she's a very talented actress, very funny actress, uh, okay. but doesn't shy away from dramas either. Uh, and it's Sandra Oh from Killing Eve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Edgar's Queen of the Week. Okay. okay. Okay, not a black woman, but I understand. Okay, you're right. Woman of color, though. Woman of color. Oh, yeah. I'll, take we'll take we'll take we'll take yeah, okay. I'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. But watch your step, Matt. Yeah, I I, I, well, no, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bad. This is such. This is this is um, <laughs> a, a, a nightmare. Frankly, I feel like I. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna no, leave man, all that's a in. good. That's a queen of the week. That's a great queen of the week, man. No, I mean it's a week. great pick for sure. But Jaquisa's queen of the week. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, oh no! What's her name? Mm. <laughs> 
Google's right in front of you, Matt. Yeah, but you can name all the members. No, of I got right it. Now. I pulled it up. Um, she's a very talented musician. Uh, see, this uh, I tailored this one to Jaquise because I, I I feel like Jaquise picks music. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I don't know if that's true. I have in the past. In a few of the past two hundred episodes we've done, I've picked a musician. I think uh, that this this person is an incredible singer uh, and just a great musician overall. Uh, she used to front the Alabama Shakes. Ah. Uh, but it's Brittany Howard. Okay. Oh, that's I a like great that. pick. That's a I really like that. great pick, Matt. Very that's good a really pick. great pick. So, guys, uh, if you need to know, the two only black women Matt knows is Brittany Howard of. Uh, Alabama Shakes and Sandra O. So what's not fair about this is that I cut out you both googling, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna leave it in, and I'm gonna leave that in because I think fair is fair. What? What you talking about? I don't ever be googling, man. I don't gotta Google nothing. I'll be answering text messages. You know how many? If I if I was petty, I could have a file that says, "Um, let me see." <laughs> At Edgar Moplazier on the Twitter, Alpha Graham on the Gram, at Culture Kings Pod. Yo, we got bonus content, everybody. <laughs> we, we got bonus content, everybody. It's uh, the Kingdom. Use the code Kings. Uh, NP Edgar has made a return. Jackie Say Neil Show has made a return. We're going to do some album. We've done some album exchanges. Uh, we got a lot of dope shit happening on the kingdom. So Sacred Hill Church is going to come. And it's going to be a dope one, too. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited just to bring it, bring a full sketch to life uh, for you guys in a very fun way. So uh, I'm excited about this. <sighs> All right, Matt. Uh, can we end the show now? Are we contractually allowed to end the show? You may. Yeah, you may end the show. Thank you. Goodbye, What a, what a fun time. <laughs>